O Lord, let the teaching of your word this morning drop as a rain. My speech is still as the dew, as raindrops on the tender herb, and as showers on the grass. Your word is living and powerful, sharper than two-edged sword, piercing asunder to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrows, and is a designer of thoughts and intents of the heart. Help us, Lord, use this clay to communicate divine truth to your people. Lord, Holy Spirit, project Jesus in this sermon. I pray in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I want to thank our Father and the Chapel Council for giving me this opportunity to share the Word of God with us this morning. If we look at the altar, we see the theme of this year that keeps reminding us of where we are going. Kingdom lifestyle. And uh, the topic I'm about to share this morning by the grace of God is making your service count for the kingdom. Can we say it? Making your service count for the Can we say it again? Making your service count for the kingdom. Can you turn to somebody beside you and, and say the same thing? Making your service count. Turn to another person. Making your service count for the kingdom. Can we turn our Bibles to uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 23? Jesus said there, he says, Not everyone, can we all read it together? One, two, go. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Whenever he calls me, I will answer. Wherever he leads me, I will answer. I'll be somewhere walking for my Lord. I'll be somewhere walking, I'll be somewhere serving, I'll be somewhere oh, walking for my Lord. Oh, I'll be somewhere oh, 
somewhere. Oh, serving, I'll be somewhere. Oh, walking for my Lord. Making your service count for the kingdom. Let's look at the word service in Luke chapter 1 verse 23. It says there, So it was as soon as the days of his service were completed, that he, Zacharias, departed to his own house. The Greek word for service is liturgia. The word is used originally for citizens serving in public office. At their own expense. Later it included military service. Or community participation. In the New Testament. Liturgia is used both. For priestly service. And on selfish giving. Here in Luke chapter 1 verse 23. It refers to priestly service. In the temple. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 12, it says, For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. So, it denotes charitable gifts as a service to the needy. Paul names his service to the Christian church like Tugia in Philippians chapter 2 verse 17. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. So in other words, service in the ordinary sense Simply means to do good and noble work for the benefit of someone or a group of people or community or state or nation. This may last for a short while or for a long period of time. It could be hours, it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months, even years, depending on the nature of and type of service. The most important element in service is that someone or some people are benefiting from the work or action being performed. Service aims at the good of the other. Hence, it is selfless Service in this sense is not a master-servant affair or relationship where the master has a high social status and personality and the servant a low or common person. A higher person and serve those who are lower and younger, and vice versa. We will look at Psalm 100 verse 2. It says, Serve the Lord with gladness. 
Come before his presence with singing. The Greek word for serve is avad. But you spell it A-B-A-D. But you pronounce it avad. It means to work for, work for, it means to serve, it means to do labor for someone. To be a servant. To worship. When you worship God, you are serving Him. Psalm 35 verse 27 says, Let them shout for joy. And be glad who favor my righteous cause. And let them serve continually. Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So, Psalm 35 that I've just read, verse 27, illustrates how much God values and is kindly disposed to his servants, unlike human overlords and masters, God is deeply concerned with the total well-being of each of his servants. Can you touch your neighbor and say, God is deeply concerned about you? Tell another person, three persons around you, that God is deeply concerned about you. Three persons. Hallelujah. So, now let's consider the word, Lord. In um, Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 mentioned it twice. And Matthew 7 22 mentioned it also twice. Let's go to Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Now, verse 22. Can we read it together? Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name? And done many wonders in your name. The three, there are three words that describe Lord. One is a Phoenician word. The other two is a Greek word. Number one is called Adon. A-D-O-N. Adon is a Phoenician word. And it means master. It means master. Can we turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 20? Matthew chapter 20, from verse 20 to 28. Matthew 20, from verse 20 to 28. Hallelujah. If you are there, let's go. Then the mother of... Of Zebedee's sons came to him with his uh, her sons, kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, "What do you wish?" She said to him, "Grant that these two sons of mine may sit one on your right hand and the other on your left in your kingdom." But Jesus answered and said, "You do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink?" And be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. They said to him, we are able. Verse 20, 
3. So he said to them, You will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give. But it is for those for whom it is prepared for my, by my father. Verse 24. And when the, the ten heard it, they were greatly displeased with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. I want to say that true greatness is in God's kingdom comes through sacrificial sacrifice. As Jesus chose to be servant reconciling us to God. If you go to Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to, to, to 8. He says, let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Who did not think it robbery to be equal with God. But humbled himself even to the point of death on the cross. And God the Father has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things being in heaven, of things being on earth, of things being under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He, now, he put on human flesh in John chapter 1 verse 14. He washed the disciples' feet in John chapter 13 verse 5. Then sacrificed his life, paying the ransom for us in Matthew 20 verse 28. Please note that service and sacrifice are two essential elements in our kingdom work today. The second word for Lord is a Greek word called Chorios. K-U-R-I-O-S. Chorios. Chorios means owner and controller. In, in John chapter 6 verse 68 it says, But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Chorios, originally an adjective signifying authority or having power. As a noun, the word designates the owner. Is your owner, is your master, is your controller, is one who, who has authority over your life. Chorios is a title of respect given to a master, given to teachers, and so on. Chorios is the Old Testament. In the Old Testament was Yahweh. While in the New Testament, the title is transferred to Jesus. Beloved of God. Consider the parable of the rich fool in Luke. Let's turn to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12 verse 16 to 21. Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 21. Luke 12, 16 to 21. 
Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. I want us to note, notice, notice something in verses 17 to 19. You will notice that the I word, I, I word was used six times. If you have a viral, follow me. Verse 17. And he thought within himself, saying, can we read it? What shall I do? Just mark that one. One. Next line. Since I have no room to store my crops. Two. 18. So he said, I will do this. What's the number now? 3. Let's go on. I will pull down my barns and build greater. What's the next one? What number? 4. And there, I will store all my crops and my goods. What number? 5. 19. And I will say to my soul. What number? Six. Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and make merry. The man failed to realize that he has an owner. He has a master. He has a controller. The one that controls his life. Verse 20, what does he say? But... God said to him, I'm not hearing you, but God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Praise the Lord. The man failed to realize that he has a master. He has an owner. That's an owner. Of his life. A controller of his life. So, you gather so much and you feel you have arrived. You have wealth. You are a wealthy man. What you have, even your children, your grandchildren will not finish it. And the man said, okay, now my soul, relax, make merry now. Take your time. You can travel wherever you want to do, go. You can do whatever you want to do. No, our sister church, every Sunday they pray this prayer. Jesus, I love you. All I have is yours. Yours I am. Yours I want to be. Do with me whatever you want. Does anybody know it in Igbo? Jesus, I'm terrible. And they pray that prayer. And we pray that prayer. They pray that prayer. And yet, you gather everything. And when duty calls, you are required to submit yourself. You submit your just self, but you don't submit your pocket to God. One woman, the story was told many years ago. Early 70s. 
the woman, the husband divorced her. And she went back to the village. To her village. And uh, this woman will always go to Omo meeting. You know Omo meeting is only males. She will go to Omo meeting. And she will wear trousers and shirts. And will come to the meeting. The Omo will tell her, Ah, can you be a meeting? I said, I'm not going to No, no, no. They try to force her out. She will not agree. She will stay with them in that meeting. So every Omona meeting she will attend. And then when there is a, when, when there is a, a, a function and they will, they will eat very, very well, she will just, you know, wash her eco, her cup, and put it in her bag. When others are drinking and wine, she will, she, will, she will bring out her own cup and drink her own. When the time came and people were taking names, and they asked her, because they couldn't stop her from going, going, coming to Omona meeting. So, it's okay. Join us. Did you hear what I said? Ife glonye. Ife glonye. And we have a lot of ife glonye in the church. In the body of Christ. You say you are, you are, you are, you are a child of God. But you don't obey him. You're a servant of God, but you don't obey Him. You're a husband or you're a wife. You are Mr. or Mrs. Ife Bologna. Despotess is number three. Number three. The word despotess. Despotess is a Greek word. The word signifies owner, master. One who has absolute dominion. He has absolute dominion over your life, over our nation, over the world. He says, the earth is of the Lord and what? And the fullness thereof. So he has absolute dominion. And then he has a supreme authority. He chooses what he wants to do with you. The, the clay cannot tell or question the, the potter. Why are you creating me like this? Why did you send me to this family? And the one that has absolute dominion and supreme authority also tells you, I can wound and I can also heal. I decide, I choose to decide what happens to you. Amen. Supreme authority, absolute dominion, your owner, and unlimited power arising from ownership, despotes, include total submission on our part to God's will, not out of slavish fear or bondage, but joyfully and willingly. Let's go back again to that Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21b. What does he say? But he who does the will of my father, the one that does the will of my father, 
in heaven. Let's also look at Acts of the Apostles chapter 13 and we'll compare the will of the Father. Acts of the Apostles chapter 13 verse 26a and we will consider other translations, five translations of the same passage. Acts of the Apostles. Are you there? Acts of the Apostles chapter 13 verse what? 36 36a. It says, For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God. Another translation says, After he had in his own generation served the counsel of God. So, in your generation, are you serving the counsel of God? Are you serving the counsel of God? Number three. David, of course, after obediently doing God's will in his own time. He obediently did God's will in his own time. We know that David, our three, three occasions where he made a terrible mistake. He made a terrible mistake. Number one, when he brought back the ark with a cat. His men, the priests, couldn't resist him. Because he functioned then in the, in the office of a priest, a prophet and a king. And each time he's about to go on, on, on any battle, he will first of all ask God. He will inquire. So, they didn't resist him. They said, perhaps God has given him a new direction. A new way of carrying the ark. And we all know what happened in, on the way. Somebody died. The cat stumbled. And the ark was about, it was like, it was about to fall. And somebody put forth his hand. And God smote him there. David became afraid of God. That was one of the things he did. That he did not inquire from the Lord. Three months later, he came by, called the people and said, I have inquired the way to carry the ark. I made a mistake. He owned up to the mistake he did. Another time he made another mistake was when he took the wife of another person. Not only that he impregnated her, also killed the husband. And God sent a prophet to him. He said, if you needed more wives, you would have, you would have done hurt them. Why take another man's wife? You see what you've done? You have engaged the enemies of Satan to mock God. This thing you did, you are going to, you are going to see it. You are going to suffer. Your family will suffer. The third time you made another mistake was when he did a census of his army. And Joab told him, according to the law, we cannot we can't count the people. God is the one that fights our battle for us. He forced him to say, go and count the people. He didn't finish the census. Something began to happen. We know the story. In our walk with the Lord, let's not give in 
and begin to behave like Ifegulonye. Praise the Lord. Even though God said he was a man after his own heart. But there were times that David made mistakes. But David retraced his steps back again. Number four. After having been useful to his own generation in accordance with God's purpose, he was useful. The man was useful. Are you useful in your generation now? There's a particular scripture in Romans chapter 8, I think verse 19, that says that the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Are you useful? Now are you useful to your generation? David was useful to his generation. Number five. After serving God's purpose in his own generation, he wants you to serve him according to his own purpose, not according to your own purpose. Let's look at these questions. If our service must count in the kingdom, then we must be ready to answer these questions that the Lord is asking us this morning. We must be ready to answer them. Number one. You call me the way. John chapter 14 verse 6. But the question is, but do, but you don't follow me. You call me the way, but you don't follow me. You call me the way, but you don't follow me. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 says, New translation, New Living Translation. This is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. But you reply, no, that's not the road we want. You say you're a child of God but you want to do whatever you want to do. Ife gulonye. Ife gulonye. Psalm 37 verse 23 says, The steps of a good man are what? Are what? Are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his ways. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 says, there is a way that seems what? Right in the eyes of a man. And the end thereof is destruction. Are you in the group of, group, group of Ife Gulonye? You call him, you call him the way. But you don't follow him. Then you are classified as Ife Gulonye. Number two. Second question. You call me the truth. But you don't believe in me. John chapter 8 verse 45. Jesus said. But because I tell the truth. You do not believe me. You do whatever you want. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart. And what? And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways. Acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Trust in Corios. Trust in 
despotess. Trust in him. The one that has absolute dominion. The one that has supreme authority. Your owner. Trust him. Your, your controller. The one that controls you. Trust him. He says, you call me the truth. But you don't believe in me. Third question. You call me the life. But you don't want to choose me. You call me the life, but you don't want to choose me. John chapter 11, verse 25 to 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he asked this question, do you believe? Number four. You call me the light, but you don't see me. You call me the light, but you don't see me. And we sang this song, wherever he calls, whenever he calls me, whenever he calls me, I will answer. Wherever he leads me, I will follow. So you call him the light. But you don't see me. John 8.12 says. Then Jesus spoke to them again. Saying. I am the light. Of the world. He who follows me. Shall not walk in darkness. But have the light. Of life. So. If you call him the way. But you don't follow him. You are a Gloria. You call him the truth, but you don't believe in him. You call him the life, but you decided not to choose him. God spoke to the children of Israel. He said, choose today. I present to you life and death, blessing and cursing, good and evil. But I tell you, choose life. You call him the light, but you don't see him. Even though he is in front, but you don't see him. Because you do whatever you want. If a Number five. You call me the teacher. But you don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Luke chapter 4, verse 46. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Call me teacher. But you don't want to do what I say. You're not listening to me. I say, give break, break, calm down, calm down. You don't want to. You want to do it by your own self. You are praying, oh Lord, have your way, have your way. But inside yourself, you already, you already figure, you figured it out how to do it. You figure it out how to do it. But you are telling, telling him, oh Lord, have your way, have your way in my life. But in your mind, you figured it out. Number six. You call me the master. 
but you don't serve me. You call me the master, but you don't serve me. John chapter 12, verse 26. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Finally, for our services to count in the kingdom, we need the influence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And that leads me to five prayer points. Five prayer points. Prayer to the Holy Spirit. Number one. Number one prayer. Breathe in me as you serve the Lord. Whether as a politician, as you serve the Lord, whether as a medical personnel, as you serve the Lord in that marketplace, whether as a contractor, an artisan, as you serve the Lord, even as a student, as you serve the Lord as a governor, as you serve the Lord even in the church, as you serve the Lord as an apostle, a pastor, a teacher, a prophet, an evangelist, you serve the Lord as an usher, you serve the Lord in the choir, you serve the Lord in whichever capacity in the church. Five prayer points will guide you and I. And these five prayer points, with the ones you have been praying also, will make your service count more in the kingdom. Number one, breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may be holy. Breathe in me on a daily basis as you step out to go to that place that marketplace where you minister, you are asking, Holy, Oh Holy Spirit, breathe in me that all my thoughts may be holy. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not uh, canal, but mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So you are asking him, breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts as I serve, in whichever capacity I see myself, that all my thoughts may be holy. Number two, prayer point. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work, that my work too, may be holy. Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify the Father who is in heaven. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, 13 to 14, it says, Watch, stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong. Whatever you do, let it be done in love. The third prayer point 
to the Holy Spirit. He says, draw my heart, draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy, that I love but what is holy. Draw my heart, Holy Spirit, that I will constantly love the things that are holy. God told the children of Israel, thou shalt love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number four. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Let people predict you as a child of God that we know when they report. See that person? Did you report this case to that person? Mbakwao. The man who is not a child of God. I'm not a child of God. He's a child of God. Child of God. He knows what he He knows his stand in, in, in Christianity. This person, mm-mm. and he defends it. Do you know that unbelievers, they know us? Unbelievers know us. They know those who are serious. And they know those who are not serious. And so, you pray that prayer and say, Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, that I will defend all that is holy. In that place that I work, in that marketplace, that I will defend all that is holy. Number five. Guard me. Guard me. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as what? Holy and acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable service. Amen. Let us bow down our heads. Now we pray. Your service can only count. Your service can only count. When you call him the way. And you follow him. Your service can only count when you call him teacher. You call him the truth. And you also believe. Even though those things that you are asking him may tarry. But you believe that it must come to pass. Your service will count in the kingdom. When you call him life and you've chosen him as life. Your service will count in the kingdom. When you call him light, and you also see him as a light, and you allow him to direct you, your service will count in the kingdom when you call him master. When you call him master, and you are serving him, you know that he is your master. You know that he is your owner. You know that he is your controller. You know that he is the one that has absolute dominion 
you know that he is the one that has supreme authority over your life. You want to make say Lord I used to behave the way I, I like. I used to behave the way I like. Most of the time, I do whatever I want. Even though I profess I'm a child of God. But sincerely, Lord. If I stand before you, I don't know. I don't know whether I will pass. I will succeed. I don't know. Can you begin to pray? Pray. And if you stand before God now, and your work, your service is presented before Him, will your service pass? Will the Lord regard you When three kings came to Elisha, they needed water. The moment they came to Elisha, Elisha saw the son of Ahab and said something. He told the son of Ahab, Were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, I will not have allowed you to come in here. Go and serve the gods of your father. If your service is presented before God now, will it pass? Will it pass the fire? You have an opportunity to rededicate your life again. Say, Lord, I want a situation whereby if I stand before you, that my service will pass. One man in our sister church Many years ago in the 70s was involved with armed robbery and all sorts of things. When he heard that his men has been caught, he drank acid, thinking that he would die immediately. He didn't die. They brought him to specialist hospital in here. And he stayed there for close to seven, eight months before he died. The day of his burial, the Archbishop of Onitsha Diocese, when he was preaching, he said, I know this man. He's a philanthropist in church. He gives, he sows, he does so many things. Has been helping people in church. But what this man does, I do not know. When the time came, the man tried to bury you. If someone came and said, Amarom, only in a church, only in all sorts of things in the church, but what he does, I do not know. Will your service pass the test of fire? If you want to rededicate your life, come to the altar now. Whether you are before the altar or you are standing by your seat, you will pray again now, sincerely, directly, and speak exactly to your life and situation.
I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, you present your service, you present your life, you present your actions, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Service that counts. Seeing therefore we have a great cloud of witnesses. That have run this race. And run and served acceptably. Let us lay aside every weight. And every sin that easily doth beset us. So that we can serve. We can live. We can run this race. With patience. Affecting holiness. In the fear of God. Can you speak to God directly. Open your mouth and tell him. How far. Your life. Your service. Has been. Only those who do the will of my father. And I will say to them. Depart from me. You that walk iniquity. You that serve in unrighteousness. You that serve not with a perfect heart. You that serve with some darkness. The foundation of God stands sure. Having this seal. The Lord knows them who are his. Those who serve him. Those who acceptable before him. Let everyone that names the name of Christ. Let everyone that serves Christ. Depart from every act that soils his testimony. Depart from iniquity. Depart from walking his own way. Speak to God and say, Father. I stand before you. Let that publican before you. That said, Lord, be merciful to me. Who though I've been serving, it has not been in clear righteousness. It has not been according to your will. I have done it the way I have thought best. I have done it with any lifestyle that came my way. I have done it, Lord, without taking hate to your nature. Be merciful to me, O Lord. Be merciful to me, O Lord. This man went home justified. Father in heaven, we pray as we bring ourselves before you. King of glory in our lives, in our walking so far. Not to the praise of men. Not just to be noticed of men. Not just to be full of activities. Father, at this moment, we bring ourselves before you. We stand in the full view of your work. And we ask you, Lord, in any way our service, our work with you, our standing with you, our daily activity done in the name of the Lord 
Born in the name of being Christians. Have not been according to your will. Have not been with every act of righteousness that is acceptable before you. Father, we are sorry. Have mercy upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Forgive us in the name of Jesus Christ. Cleanse us, O God, from every filthiness of the flesh, of the mind, of the spirit, of the body. And cause us, Lord, from today to arise in newness of life and newness of spirit. Serving you in holiness. Serving you, Lord, in righteousness. Serving you acceptably. Serving you, Almighty God, according to your will. In the name of Jesus Christ. We lay aside, O God, every weight, every thought, every action of ours that have been dictated by our circumstance, by our surrounding, by our society, which are not according to your way. The things we have rationalized and explained away, we lay them aside. We lay aside, O God, this moment, every besetting sin, no matter how little that have reoccurred. And we say, Lord, we put them to death in our bodies, in our mind, and even in our spirit today, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we follow you. We serve you. We decide, O oh God, to run the race that is set before us. With patience, with obedience, Lord, making it to the end, acceptably before you in the name of Jesus Christ. Renew us, O oh God. Cast not away your spirit from us. Renew a right spirit within us. And make us every day live in the light of your presence. Live in the light of your holiness. Walk, talk, live, and serve in the light of your righteousness. That our works may be acceptable before you. That our service will be acceptable before you. Will be reasonable before you. And our law we can receive even the due work of your fellowship, your guidance, and your presence in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit of God, fill our service, fill our living, fill our thoughts, fill our hearts, fill our words to live to please you. To the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray.